0: Non-judgment People cannot judge you because they don't know you. The concept of non-judgment is a fascinating idea. The funny part is that as human beings, we have a tendency to immediately judge the term. Thinking non-judgment? How can we not judge things? Here's a silly example. You see someone eating a banana and you think to yourself, gross, bananas are disgusting. Sorry to any banana lovers. Replace them with whatever food you can't stand. While it's true that you hate bananas, or whatever other food you're thinking of right now, bananas are disgusting is not a true statement. Bananas aren't objectively disgusting. They just exist. Outside of our opinions about them, positive or negative. To you, they might not provide a pleasant taste experience. To other people with different palates bananas are delicious. While that's an obvious and simplistic example, you can also practice non-judgment when it comes to people and their actions. This is obviously more difficult, but the rewards are worth it. Less negativity in your life leads to more gratitude and more energy to spend on achieving your goals. Why is non-judgment important? In essence, Non-judgment is the idea that we can let things exist on their own. We can choose not to pass judgment on them. For a couple of different reasons. One, we don't have enough information. Often, we literally don't have enough information to fairly assess a situation. Because we don't know all the details about a situation, we can't truly understand why someone is acting the way they are, dressing the way they dress, or doing whatever it is they're doing in the way they're doing it. A surface observation of any situation is never fair. Even when we think we have enough information to make a fair judgment, we usually don't. 2. We see the world through individual lenses. Everyone sees the world in a slightly or very different way. Some people are more analytical, others more creative. These differences in perspective affect our actions. Some people have tattoos. Others wouldn't even dream of it. And there are people who order coffee after dinner. And some order banana splits. What we may think about something is not at all what another person may think. These thoughts lead to different actions. And so it's easy to see how we end up having different reactions to the same circumstances. Here's the beauty of non-judgment. It allows you to be free. When you're not looking at the world, at everyday situations and world events in judgment, and instead accept them for what they are, you'll be free to live your life in the best way for yourself without worrying about what others are doing. Imagine how freeing that would feel. An example. Imagine walking down the street and you see someone up on a ladder spray-painting a big piece of graffiti on the side of a building. What do you choose to think? They're a criminal? They're destroying property? They're making the city look trashy? Or are they putting up a mural? A tribute to someone? Will it be bright, cheerful, and something really nice for the city when it's complete? Or even better, you think nothing of it and continue walking. Their action isn't harming you. You don't know what the master plan for the mural is. You have nothing to do with it. It just is. When you feel the need to judge the things you encounter that don't involve you, they sit there in your mind, taking up space that could be used for more productive matters. If you let those judgments go, you'll find you have more mental space for things that are actually important to you. The First Step to Loving Unconditionally. It's easy to understand the value of non-judgment when it comes to things that don't involve us. The next step is practicing non-judgment in situations that we're involved with. That can be harder, but it can be amazingly beneficial to all of our relationships and interactions with other human beings. Instead of letting your own feelings about someone's behavior dictate your reaction, you can instead choose to accept that it is what they are choosing to do, and there's not much you can do about it. We're not puppet masters. We can't pull the strings of what other people do or don't do. Even if we don't like it, we can make the mindful choice to not judge anyone for what they chose to do. Actress Kate Winslet once said, "'It's very easy to be judgmental "'until you know someone's truth.'" By choosing non-judgment ourselves, it opens our hearts. It opens the possibility of unconditional love, love of others, love of situations, and love of our very own lives, even with all of its trials and tribulations. Living in a mindful state of non-judgment allows you to accept things as they are. It doesn't mean you have to like the way everything is or be passive. You can and should work to change the things around you for the better even as you accept them as they are in the moment without judgment. What it does mean is that you no longer have to react mentally to every situation as if you are the ruling, judging czar of everything and everyone. Things, situations, people, and actions simply are. How we choose to react is on us. Non-self-judgment It's fair to say that we are often our own worst critics. Does this sound familiar? What an awful day. It started slow, then got hectic, I didn't eat well, didn't exercise like I said I would, barely got the kids fed, and then I just ended up in bed early instead of doing any of the things I needed to accomplish. (sighs) I'm such a failure. Here is one of the most important things to remember when you're practicing the art of non-judgment. It's not always the external situations that we choose to judge most harshly. It's our own. Some examples of judgmental thoughts. (sighs) I shouldn't have eaten that. Why didn't I make a healthier choice? Why didn't I exercise this morning? I should have gotten that project done sooner. Why can't I ever seem to be on top of things? I'm so lazy. We all have a judge and a jury in our heads, all too ready to convict us of all kinds of bad behavior. And there's a lot of yelling because our minds are very loud and busy. So what should you do when your mind is ready to convict you of being simply awful? Here's what to do. Quiet down. Breathe. Time to shut the court down. Lights out. When you quiet your mind, you can accept the reality of your thoughts and feelings and learn from them. Note we didn't say judge them. Learning from the things that happen in life is part of growth. Judging yourself for those things is detrimental. By learning from your thoughts and behaviors without judging them, you can grow and progress in ways you never thought possible. Uncritically observing your behavior, thoughts, and feelings, and the reasons behind them Is a great way to practice non-judgment every day non-judgmental alternatives today i didn't eat the best foods tomorrow though i'm going to make an amazing salad this morning i didn't have a chance to get in my exercise so i'll do a bit of yoga tonight instead i put off that project at work and it stressed me out all day i'll remember that the next time i'm tempted to put something off There's no time like the present to get organized. There's always room for improvement. Turning negative thoughts around into positive actions you can take without beating yourself up and your previous choice is a fantastic way to realize being positive and non-judgmental gives you room in your heart to love yourself. Non-judgment in practice. A fable. One day in late summer, an old farmer was working in his field with his old sick horse. The farmer felt compassion for the horse and desired to lift its burden. So he let his horse loose and went to the mountains and lived out the rest of its life. Soon after, neighbors from the nearby village visited, offering their condolences and said, What a shame! Now your only horse is gone. How unfortunate you are! You must be very sad. How will you live? Work the land? Prosper? The farmer replied, Who knows? We shall see. Two days later, the old horse came back, rejuvenated after meandering on the mountainside, eating the wild grasses. He came back with twelve new, young, and healthy horses who all followed the old horse into the corral. Word got around in the village of the old farmer's good fortune, and it wasn't long before people stopped by to congratulate the farmer on his good luck. "'How fortunate you are!' they exclaimed. "'You must be very happy!' Again, the farmer simply said, Who knows? We shall see. At daybreak the next morning, the farmer's only son set off to attempt to train the new wild horses, but he was thrown to the ground and broke his leg. One by one, villagers arrived during the day to bemoan the farmer's latest misfortune. Oh, what a tragedy! Your son won't be able to help you farm with a broken leg. You will have to do all the work yourself. How will you survive? You must be. Very sad. Calmly, going about his usual business, the farmer answered, Who knows? We shall see. Several days later, a war broke out. The emperor's men arrived in the village, demanding that young men come with them. The farmer's son was deemed unfit because of his broken leg to be in the emperor's army. What very good fortune you have, the villagers exclaimed as their young sons were marched away. Who knows? we shall see, replied the old farmer as he headed off to work in his field alone. As time went on, his son's leg healed, but he was left with a slight limp. Again, the neighbors came back to pay their condolences. Oh, what bad luck. Too bad for you. And again, the old farmer simply replied, who knows? We shall see. As it turned out, the other young villagers' boys had died in the war and the old farmer and his son were the only able-bodied men capable of working the village lands. The old farmer became wealthy and was very generous to those villagers. They said, Oh, how fortunate you are! You must be very happy. Who knows? We shall see. Walt Whitman once said, Be curious, not judgmental. The Sweetness of Life Most of the time, it's impossible to know all the reasons for anything that happens in our own lives. What to speak of the lives of others. When we practice non-judgment, we get the opportunity to live our lives free from the burdens we place on ourselves when we're constantly judging everything we see. Happiness in life comes when we realize that each of us has an entirely different lens on life, with nuances that are impossible to know and understand. When we can step back and realize the simple truth that the vast majority of people are doing the best they can, it allows us a pleasant taste of freedom. We're not really upset because of someone else's actions. Our judgment of them is what causes us grief. Often we may be stuck in situations with judgmental people, so we fall into the trap of acting like those we are surrounded by. If you're being mindful of how powerful it is to live a non-judgmental life, something miraculous will happen. Those around you may very well start acting more non-judgmental too. By understanding it is utterly impossible for other people to understand the intricacies of our lives, we realize we can't be fully aware of theirs either. Giselle Bündchen, model, once said, I feel like when people judge me, they're not judging me because they don't know who I am. The next step If you make a point of not accepting or validating other people's choices to judge others, you'll make people aware that you are strong, accepting, and non-judgmental. Soon, you'll find that the judgments of others will begin to fade away. Choose to make an effort to refuse to be part of the judgment of others. Instead, choose to allow whatever is happening at the moment to happen. That's how you make room in your life for great things to happen www.happy.one. Your entertaining journey to becoming happier, healthier, and wealthier.